0: Hello.
1: Focus podcast with Will Malone. <laughs> it's not. And your guest, celebrity Anna. Marie Fortune Malone Junior.
0: I don't know even what you're saying. You didn't even do my intro right. It has much more energy like than this. that.
1: Hey guys, this is the Will the no just, Hey guys, this is the Out of Focus Podcast <laughs> with your host, Will Malone.
0: That was spot on. <laughs> It's beautiful. Really appreciate it. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> goodness gracious. Uh this is the this is the you me and a movie podcast with your host, Kevin Bacon Malone, Will Malone, and Anna Malone. Anna's holding Kevin right now. I should take a picture of this. Um, which I, I will while I'm talking, hopefully I can do both at the same time, walk and chew gum at the same time.
1: I think you can talk and do pretty much anything at the same time.
0: (laughs) Wow. Thank you. That's really cool. Man, look at this photo I just got. You're like talking to the mic. You look crazy. Yeah.
1: I've got red eye. We just talked about that the other day.
0: Oh yeah. That you don't see red eye (laughs) in photos anymore.
1: It's just my soul. That was probably good. Oh my God.
0: Okay, Anna's soul disappeared during this podcast, much like mine after all the movies I feel like I've been having to be abused by lately. So, um, okay, here we are. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've done this. Sorry. It's no fault, but Anna's really. She kept putting it off. Oh,
1: my word. She kept
0: canceling it over and over.
1: It's because you're never home at a normal time.
0: That's also true. This isn't
1: even a normal time now.
0: No, it's not. It is, uh, We're starting recording at 9 p.m., which is normally our bedtime because we're old people.
1: But I don't have to go to work until late.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's just Friday tomorrow. Like, I mean, you know, who has to do anything on Friday? We just phone it in all the time. Okay, so anyways, I also feel I haven't really felt like talking about movies for the simple reason that every movie I've seen has been a assault to my just life. And I feel like they've brought me nothing but depression lately because every movie I've watched pretty much until yesterday, which we'll talk about in a second has been absolutely terrible. Uh, let me list them for you. Um, first off Detective Pikachu saw that that was a while ago but that was in between our last episode uh Detective Pikachu very weird movie fun seeing Pokemon in real life that's about it very confusing they're still not
1: real everyone
0: yeah Pokemon are still not real uh oh also Spider-Man left the Marvel Cinematic Universe so that really started the cascade of depression that I've been going through with movies. Uh, the fact that we get an amazing film like Spider-Man Far From Home and this total retelling of a character that has been some of the best Spider-Man storytelling we've ever gotten. And, you know, Disney and Sony have to get in a dispute, and now we can't have him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe anymore. Um, I think that they will probably come to an agreement of uh, to get him back in because it's just only an idiot would be okay with splitting them up because it's been a win-win for everybody but it's just corporate greed and stuff so anyway that's depressed me because there's no closure on that yet um jury's still out on if I'm depressed about Matrix 4 um, coming out I'm gonna see it though so I guess I'll let you know on that one. I like Keanu Reeves more than I used to so you know uh, I'm trying to think what other movies oh yes. Uh, as of the past couple weeks I've seen pretty much every movie that I skipped in the theater uh, Godzilla king of the monsters saw that um just th- like the most pointless film ever to be created I think don't know why it exists don't know why it was made the way like they just it was like hey we're gonna make this Godzilla movie and we're gonna take out all the fun unlike Kong Skull Island which was like they took out any logic but they made it super fun so it was like enjoyable to watch um and saw men in black you actually caught the second the very half of that. End of that yeah and it's bad it's not good it's soulless it's empty um oh, what else oh i saw book smart man we're just i'm racing through these I saw book smart and it is seriously like i i'm sorry to fans of book smart it is not a good movie at all there's nothing about it that's it, like i didn't laugh a single time and it could be because i was looking down the barrel of men in black as well but man i just was i don't know i love super bad so much so when i i was watching it within my mind thinking about super bad the whole time and it literally just does not hold up to that film at all just not by a mile and we've actually been re-watching super And by rewatching, we watch a portion of it for the past like three days, just like a piece of it. And then we fall asleep. And that movie's just, it's so good. And it's what these movies like Booksmart and Good Boys want to be. And it's just, these movies are never going to hold up to that. It's just super bad. It's a classic. And I'm sorry, you can't do it. Especially in, I'm sorry, I don't want to get like political, but in this like weird woke teenager thing we're doing with like comedies now, like it just doesn't work because everybody's like too sensitive about everything. And it's like it just super bad is irreverent and funny and it doesn't really care about all the weird things that we for some reason care about in like high school culture now so um Anna you go through what you've watched and then we'll talk about the thing we watched last night which I have to make amends for
1: so I've watched bits and pieces of a few things I'm uh, maybe three to four episodes into the first season of mind hunter which is a show that everyone's been telling me for a couple years now i feel like that i should watch i'm still on the fence about it it's interesting directed by david fincher but possibly not interesting enough at all times like there are such lulls in it that it make me wonder is this worth it is this lull gonna be worth seeing the rest of it i don't know haven't decided Watched the first episode, and by watched I mean kind of skimmed the first episode of the Dark Crystal show. I I haven't seen the original Dark Crystal, and I truly think that if you're a Dark Crystal fan, you will love this show. But I haven't seen the first one, so I'm wondering if um, this is
0: so. This is so absurd. To me. If
1: I'm missing something, yeah, you or, are
0: the the original. Well,
1: I heard that this one though isn't really. You don't need to see the first one, necessarily.
0: No, you do. You always need to. I don't care if it's a prequel or not. Like, okay. think about, like, Wet Hot American Summer. Like, the, the, the series that came out on Netflix was a prequel. But in order to understand the prequel, you kind of need to watch the original. Because then okay. you don't understand all that it's referencing. Sure.
1: Well, anyway, I'm still on the fence about that one. Would like to see the old one just to kind of see if I'm interested. Because, again, I kind of skimmed it.
0: I'm appalled. And I'm appalled that you that you would do this. I mean, it's like watching Better Call Saul without seeing Breaking Bad. Okay,
1: whatever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just appalling to me. Um,
0: That you're complaining about this thing that came out, yet you haven't seen what it's based off of.
1: I never complained. I said, I need to see the first one. I am sorry.
0: You just talked bad about it.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, you've had your time. Um, (laughs) It's all my time. And lastly, I've been watching that show Carnival Row, which I know Will would not like in any way, but it's got Kara... I don't know how you say her last.
0: And
1: Dorlando Bloom.
0: Dorlando Bloom.
1: Orlando. I didn't say Dorlando. I'm pretty sure you said Dorlando. I don't think so. so. That's his brother. And I'm actually pretty interested in this one. I wasn't sure at first, but I think it's hooked me. And now I just need to actually sit down and watch it. I've watched like one episode and maybe like a little bit into a, the second.
0: I saw a picture of a chick with wings and I was out. I'm just not. I'm just not. You're fantasy. not a fantasy guy. No, I know. I was thinking about reading Dune recently, but I was like, I won't make it 10 minutes into that book. It's too much. I just don't like all the layers of.
1: Okay. You know. Well, let's talk about. I'm, really, I'm sorry.
0: I really. I don't know where you are. I, um, I'm so depressed about movies.
1: We watched Aladdin last night, which we both had very low expectations for.
0: Oh, we're going here.
1: Because we saw the trailer and the trailer's terrible. and I've I will still say the trailer's talking terrible.
0: Talking smack about Aladdin on this podcast since this podcast's inception. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, since this version of the podcast's inception.
1: And it was actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, I actually kind of liked it. I like Aladdin, like the cartoon. It's my favorite Disney movie and uh yeah, it was just
1: Jafar was the weirdest character I I, I will say he was not Totally cast how I would have cast.
0: All right, we're going for it. Let's just let's just talk about it then. Um, so as, as uh, okay, like, I don't know. I think the only reason I liked it is because I like the original Aladdin. I like all the songs. I like the story, the characters. I always thought the Aladdin story was fairly interesting and non-formulaic, which is why I like it. You know, there's some crazy stuff that happens in it um I totally forgot about that scene where like Aladdin gets banished you know
1: oh I I totally forgot that too I thought that was new
0: yeah there's just a lot of crazy stuff that happens in Aladdin and so it was really good and then I had Robin Williams and all that um I had heard from reviewers that because Robin Williams set such a high standard for genie that Will Smith kind of just doesn't do that character any any favors and Will Smith did a good job actually um and (laughs) sorry our dog is like really scratching something um and uh and so i really liked will smith as genie um and it was uh yeah i was i was inter- entertained like you said jafar is not great jafar was terrible not very scary really i feel bad like he choice. should be about
1: 20 years older than he is
0: and his voice sounded like <laughs> this. like it was yeah. very he was weirdly high pitched
1: also i want I-, I thought that the new songs like the new originals were kind of like they didn't really fit Like I instantly knew when it was, I don't even remember Aladdin that much, but I knew instantly when they were new songs because I was like, this doesn't really feel like Aladdin anymore.
0: Well, it also, yeah, the songs that they added, which I guess were like two of them maybe were, they're not memorable at all. Like, because the standard that all of those original Disney songs are is they're earworms. They're stuck in our heads for the rest of our lives. And whoever wrote the new songs just can't write a song to that level.
1: I will say which you're not gonna agree with, but you can just stay quiet about it. Is possible the New Beauty and the Beast has a original song in it that the Beast sings. And I actually really like that song.
0: Okay, I stayed quiet about it. Um that movie is like just the highest of garbage. That's not even a thing, highest of garbage. The hottest of garbage, it's bad. It's terrible. I would If I had to rank the live-action Disney movies that I've seen, which is Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin, Aladdin's the best, Beauty and the Beast is second, Jungle Book's third. I feel like there are way more that have come out than I'm thinking.
1: I think so, too, but...
0: Maleficent, does that count?
1: Maybe technically.
0: What's another one? That, Cinderella? That came out, I guess. I never
1: saw that, actually. I never actually. saw that, either.
0: I do want to see The Lion King, because Lion King and Aladdin are my two favorites. But after that, I have no interest in anything else. Unless, like, Return of Jafar, we're going to...
1: It is coming out. Return of Jafar is happening. Really? That's what I heard.
0: Yeah, okay, I might be into that. But here's the thing. They made some weird choices. For Genie to have a love story, I thought that was weird.
1: I kind of liked it.
0: I liked it, but it also kind of implied that when he became free, he lost his powers. Do you feel that way?
1: 100%. He tried to do magic and couldn't
0: but genie still has powers despite being free in all the aladdin stuff like in return of jafar genie is like a pretty big character still but he just is free now like yeah i don't know i don't like that i think that's like a really big mistake um anyway return of jafar though i'm not sure if it has like that many songs in it um i don't know i don't remember i haven't seen i kind of want to see the aladdin sequels just to see what i remember but um but yeah no it really wasn't that bad again my standards were really low um but i like the guy who played aladdin i liked you know jasmine i liked genie i like i liked all that stuff so yeah it was good it was
1: loved who played the the tiger didn't see that one coming but you guys will be shocked by who it was
0: here's the thing though what I do not understand about these live action Disney movies, how are they so long?
1: I know it's like, okay, I know what that, did
0: you, like, I did you know. add that much that it is now suddenly over two hours long?
1: No, I know it's kind of weird. Well, it's like movies can't be shorter than that anymore.
0: Why? Why? I want, I want, if I want a live action Disney movie, I want it to be the same length as the cartoon because that is all my brain can handle nowadays. I hate long movies now and in fact we're about to talk about the worst offender of a long movie I've seen in years like a movie that did not deserve the length of time it was and I think I think this Aladdin movie does not deserve that length of time like I was shocked by how long it was like it just kept going and I was like well they haven't done that yet and they haven't done that yet so like I knew there was a lot left I just could not believe it was over two hours long I mean it felt like an eternity
1: Okay, let's get to the the future presentation here, <sighs> okay, so
0: hold on. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Um we do let's briefly discuss our plans for the future because we were bad and did not do what we said and release an eight chapter one podcast. so this is true. so what's next? What are we doing next? I think we're doing between two ferns next. Yes, that comes out on Netflix as September twentieth, I believe, yeah um. And then in beginning of October, I think we're going to kick it off with the Joker movie. Yes. I think because that comes out like October 6th. And then I think we're going to do like a Halloween special thing. But also we may do three in October because we got Joker and we've got the Breaking Bad movie. um, El Camino. And then Halloween. So we're we're probably going to do three. Doctor Sleep? november
1: okay i keep asking you that i just realized
0: yeah you do um so so we've got three we got three definitely in october probably and then november we got dr sleep and knives out and then december is star wars and then of course the reason this podcast exists you me and carol so We've pretty much got it all mapped out. There may be some additions, but generally I think those movies are pretty much set as what we're going to talk about next. Um, and uh, so moving on, part of the reason I'm depressed with movies is because I saw It Chapter 2. And fortunately, we had watched It Chapter 1 pretty soon before this and um it was uh it was good I like it chapter one it's a good movie
1: yeah it made me want to watch a second one
0: yeah it, it does it makes you want to it's kind of got the stranger things vibe that's like really cool um and it's just I don't know the kids are good actors it's very interesting it's a good movie I like I liked it like compared especially to the miniseries it it's really good um Bill Skarsgård is like excellent as Pennywise. Um it is like uh crazy the things they have him do in that movie. Like he holds your attention the whole time. Um It Chapter One is I don't think I thought about runtime a single time. Like it No,
1: you're not thinking like is this is this maybe over like two and a half hours? I don't know. I couldn't tell y'all when that movie it, is
0: yeah it's entertaining. It's also pretty scary. Um it's like decently scary. And yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm excited to learn what these guys do when they come back as adults. It Chapter 2 takes a huge steaming crap on everything you like about the first one by simply repeating it. It's essentially the same movie with just them as adults. So it's like the same movie, but boring and also two hours and 45 minutes long. It is longer than Avengers Infinity War and it has no right to be. Um, it opens with this absolutely bizarre, like, uh, homosexual attack. Like these, these two, which is in the book. Yeah. That it's is the
1: very first scene actually in the book,
0: but they don't follow it up. They're just these two. I don't think
1: it follows it up in the
0: book. These two, like gay guys get attacked by these random jerks. And like one of them gets, you know, thrown off the bridge and like caught by Pennywise. And then like, that's it. That's all you see about that. But it was so brutal that it so, was just like it felt like it needed to be a follow up.
1: I read that it was based on a an actual murder that happened in like uh, Bangor, Maine. Um, that was why Stephen King chose to put it in the book.
0: I get it. I don't care why he put it in the book or not. The book came out years and years ago. Why was it in the movie to that? Le- I'm, I'm fine with it being in the movie. It's just the way they filmed it and the way it took place made it imply that it would add to the story in some way.
1: Well, I mean, okay, so I don't even think we need to say. I mean, everything's going to be kind of somewhat spoiled for this movie because there's really no way to get around it.
0: We're going to spoil this movie because Um, I I really, I mean, to be honest with you, like...
1: If you are listening to this, I'm assuming you've seen it or know the story because...
0: Yeah, and like... I mean and this is the thing like I feel like I'm doing people a service by talking bad about it because maybe you'll enjoy it because your expectations are so low but like it really is
1: extremely high
0: like like, don't go to the movie theater and see this this is like this is not worth going to a theater to see this just I mean pile of garbage I mean I'll explain okay questionable decisions throughout my my biggest problem is that it just drags on and repeats the same beats over. For instance, the its biggest crime to me is the fact that they're trying to f- to figure out how to beat Pennywise. Okay, so this guy one of the well, I forget his name and one of the losers, one of the people in the losers club. He's like, well, everybody has to get their token, like they Mike.
1: To- that was Mike.
0: Mike. Okay. Yeah. He's the one. I don't know their names.
1: I I know them.
0: Okay. Well, anyways, I had to get their tokens, which means they all have to split up and each person has to go find an object that means something to them.
1: From like their childhood. Yeah, so they can- From the town, which they don't remember, by the way. They don't even hardly remember growing up in this town.
0: Yeah, which is super convenient.
1: Which also, again, I I really wish I had read the book other than the fact that I think that that would have taken like years for me um, because just how long the book is. I don't know if they do that in the book. I didn't really remember that from the first movie and I don't,
0: There's a lot of things in Stephen King movies that are from the books that don't work in movies because Stephen King's writing doesn't really work in a lot of movies.
1: So the one part that I heard that, uh, once Stephen King read the screenplay and was like, you know, uh, the one thing he wanted to change was he wanted the scene where the giant statue in the middle of the town comes down and it, kind of chases uh, Richie around. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He wanted that in there. That was his concern. So if that tells me exactly where his mind was during this movie. I
0: I don't trust him for creative choices at all. Um, And I'm going to say, because he he clearly has a pretty backwards view of society because I, I think... I mean, I know this is controversial and I really haven't read that much Stephen King, but every time I I read an article about like, oh, Stephen King hated this movie, but he loved this movie. And it's like seeing his opinions about his own work makes me realize like, okay, you're a pretty creative dude. You write at an incredible rate, but you have your own taste that does not match with the rest of society in my mind well
1: that's not really true there are i mean
0: he does okay he is so opposed to the stanley kubrick the shining movie he hates that movie he's famous for hating that movie
1: right well i mean you can't blame somebody for feeling like it wasn't true to your book whether Uh, or not uh, it's better
0: okay right but you can blame a guy who I have never seen cameo in his own movie except for the worst one. Actually,
1: I heard that he's done that multiple times, so...
0: Okay, well, he, of course, picked It Chapter 2 to cameo in, and it's, like, one of the worst Stephen King movies I've seen. Okay, biggest beef of this movie. Number one, it was probably half an hour to 40 minutes too long. Yeah, Um,
1: it could have been shortened.
0: Because they made us sit through this repeated beat where each person separately had to go find their token and... Uh, had to have a scary scene associated with each one and you realize oh they're gonna do this beat for everybody and then you just get to sit through hell and just watch it the same scare happen over and over again see
1: that wasn't where i had an issue i was okay with that wait i was okay with that i was not okay with let's go back in time and show during that scene where they get mad at each other and decide to go their separate ways in the first movie oh apparently that wasn't That was longer than we thought. So let's show them each thing Pennywise again as a kid.
0: Yeah, I I think that they should have, the solution really would have been to make the first one longer and give us more information in the first one. Because this one, because they waited to give us some pretty important information in the sequel, it looked kind of like hacked in. Like this was like, oh, well, we can do the ceremony and... For instance, they kept talking all this. So one of the friends who, in the beginning of It Chapter 2, kills himself. Stanley. Stanley. They talk about him like, oh, man, he was really cool. We really liked him. But in the first movie, he's like barely in it, and we don't care about him.
1: He's barely in it. They yeah. t- talk about him terribly. Also, he's like the only one as an adult who had left Derry, but you can tell remembers. Yeah, and it doesn't... And, and I like, don't understand that. Right.
0: I, yeah, so like, like if they had in that clubhouse that they found yeah that was not in the first movie and so like they're expecting us to feel nostalgic about this moment that the characters are nostalgic for like when they go down and find their like underground clubhouse but that clubhouse was not in the first movie like if they had that in the first movie we might have been like oh this is really nice like this reminds us of the first movie but they don't do that they throw these random things in that they expect us to feel something for that we didn't know anything about. So why should I care?
1: Also, another thing that frustrated me was that the trailers led me to believe that we were going to find out about Pennywise's past a little oh bit. more. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you see things like
0: Pennywise is barely in this movie in my, I, I mean, honestly like
1: in, uh, yeah. I mean, compared to what you kind of think and like the things they show you. So Beverly goes to her old apartment where there's an old creepy woman and And she's like, there's like pictures of Pennywise and you're like, okay, is this real? Is this fake? Is this to draw her in? I don't know still. Also, and maybe I'm wrong here, but in his lair area, one of like the main area looks kind of like a carnival kind of cage kind of thing, like broken apart. Mm. And I don't know if that was just like not really what that was or i was trying to find something because apparently pennywise is like somewhat like not of this world so where his where his uh lair is is actually supposed to be like the site of like where a meteor landed yeah so i don't know i feel like they're trying too many different things like we have too many things going on like one okay he's an alien but these deadlights things that are really that the real main thing and like he's really not a clown that's just the form he takes but but he can be this thing but he can be this thing and i'm just like okay i don't understand what's going on anymore
0: yeah he their explanation of pennywise gets all muddled but not only that the extent of pennywise's powers don't make any sense at all because like i mean Number one, first of all, like, it started to get repetitive with all the scares because you just see these random, like, walking dead zombie monsters appearing everywhere. But, like, you don't understand, like, how Pennywise has anything to do with it. How does he appear in front of these people? Then you have this whole story with the mullet kid from the first one.
1: Henry Bowers.
0: Okay. Bowers. Whatever. And you have this story with the mullet kid for the first one. He's, like, being... he's in an insane asylum and Pennywise helps him escape and has one of his old teenage friends that died in the first one, like zombified drive him around. And he was just appears and decides to start and like stabs the losers club, the kids or whatever as adults. And then that's it. We don't know what happened to him after like that story just never was resolved. And I don't know why he was even in the film at all.
1: No, they kill him.
0: I don't think they do. No,
1: don't you remember? He goes, Um, he he attacks it's Mike. It's fuzzy to me now. <laughs> now that you're out of it. He attacks yeah. Mike in the library and um, Richie comes up behind him and has an axe and he, he literally hits him over the head with an axe. Yeah, you're right. Yep, I know I'm right.
0: But why was he a character in this movie? Explain that. Boom. So You can't, can you?
1: Well, we really never saw one, him 100% die. But at the same time, he's a character in this movie because he kind of bought into the Pennywise thing. He listened 100% to Pennywise and killed his dad in the first Great. one. And kind of lost his mind.
0: So what's he doing? He just shows up stabbing people and that's it. Like, done. Like, again, it's stupid.
1: Well, it also kind of felt And Pennywise like, is
0: apparently driving him around somehow. It doesn't make sense. It
1: doesn't make sense because... And, and like the old woman turns into this like horrifying creature giant booby monster i know it was weird and that's technically pennywise still and then you know the leper is pennywise and the i mean like everything's technically pennywise but i'm just it's so well i guess more it than pennywise but it's just confusing it was like
0: it was like the filmmaker didn't trust bill skarsgård to be able to hold our attention either like in the first movie no
1: it's it's like that in the book
0: No, I don't, no, I know, great. But like, this is the biggest issue I have with the movie is like, and you know, I said this to you too and I actually heard another critic say this exact same thing. They said it reminded them of a Harry Potter movie which is exactly what I told you where it feels like it's just hitting the beats of the story but not actually adding to it or really caring about it. It's just doing it artificially performing it and like here you go i mean it is so like it felt so much like a harry potter movie in that regard i love the harry potter books but the movies they were just like oh we got to show the scene where he gets this or we got to show the scene where he you know Cause God would fire. We got it. They would just tie all those scenes together, but it had no like soul or personality. Okay, or we're not going
1: down this road.
0: Um, no, we are. I'm going. Um, so anyway, the, it, this movie feels like, yeah, it may be pretty accurate to the book, but that does not, that is not an acceptable explanation to me of why it's good. Like I, just because it matches the book doesn't mean it's a good movie. Like I hate that. Like,
1: no, but I'm saying some people may really enjoy it because of how much they loved the book.
0: That's fine. People can enjoy it. I'm just saying that, in my view, it's a bad film. I'm not saying people can't enjoy it. I want people to be able to enjoy it. I think it was designed almost to not be enjoyed. Because I, I honestly, it's been a long time. Like, if, we, if I wasn't there with Anna and our friend... I would have walked out of that movie. And that's the first time in a long time I, I've ever felt that actually, honestly, I felt that desire more recently. Like I think with Hobbs and Shaw, I almost walked out just cause I was like, I don't, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> like I'm just, it could be the movie theater experience is wearing on me, but like sitting during that movie, I mean, that movie is so painful. It was so long. And it, but
1: it felt long too.
0: It felt long. And that's that's what stinks about a movie like this is like I'm fine with long movies as long as they like don't feel like long movies. Like, you know, everybody gets on to me because I say like I don't I can't watch long movies anymore. Yet I love Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame is like infinitely watchable for all 3 hours of it. It never like It's not boring at any scene of that movie. It's like super fun to watch the whole time through and I don't think about it being three hours long. I think about it chapter two being eight hours long, is how it feels. So (laughs)
1: also when you go during like a meal time and you're like, I'm so hungry by the (laughs) end of it. I was
0: starving. I was in such a bad mood after the movie. I feel like I come off like I'm in a really bad mood right now, actually. I feel like I've been kind of like angry. You're
1: like, I, it, it, it took things from me. I'll never get back.
0: Kind of. That's how I feel. Like, I do feel like I have a vendetta against this film. Like there's so much in it. Like the acting was fine. I, Bill Hader was the only thing that made this movie tolerable for me. He
1: was funny. He was
0: like everything he would say is like what I was thinking because <laughs> he was just kind of, he was kind of like the audience, you know? Um, And Bill Hader is just a delight. You know, I'm talking about super bad again. Bill Hader's just excellent in that movie.
1: I'm going to tell you where this movie lost me. And it's sad because it lost me pretty early. Mm-hmm. It's when they were at that Chinese restaurant. And they're yeah. all opening those fortune cookies. I'm fine with it being a message like Stanley couldn't cut it. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's get past it. No, then we have to start having the fortune cookies open themselves and be these nasty little cookies. So that creatures. happened in the
0: miniseries, you remember?
1: I actually don't remember very much from the miniseries at all.
0: Here's my thing. Also, the special effects were very hit or miss. Some of them were great. Some of the special effects were really good. Um, the ones like that with the fortune cookies l- m- felt like a Harry Potter movie. Again, it just did. I
1: just. I just felt like the creatures in this movie were so gross, and I'm. Not a squeamish person. That's
0: fine. I don't care. But I they just like it. They just leaned on that so much over and over. When all they had to do was show us like crazy Pennywise stuff. And I would have probably been way more sucked in. Like if they showed.
1: Especially a, if they're going to like like uh, kind of wave it in front of our face, like, oh, what's Pennywise's past? Uh, you'll never find out.
0: <laughs> I know, and, and the stuff they did show of Pennywise, all it was was repeats of the first movie. They show him like tempting and eating a small child. Actually, two of them. He eats two small children in this, but it's basically like the same thing. Like then, you know, they show uh, like the way they defeat Pennywise is the same way they defeat Pennywise in the first one.
1: But the way that they defeat Pennywise in this one. Yeah, it's stupid. That's where it lost me. They said we have
0: to make him feel small.
1: I was okay with that a little bit. But then when he starts becoming this like puddle of Pennywise and his face is just like there, I'm like, what is happening?
0: This is when the memory loss thing got a little too convenient for me. Is when they had to re-figure out how to defeat Pennywise and they find out it's the same thing they did as children to defeat him. And it was just kind of like, oh, so this is why you had them forget, like, lose their memory. Well, that's it how it was felt as it wasn't. A, I mean, that's
1: not really the same way that they, de- no, they defeated No, I know, Pennywise. but as a
0: viewer, that's what I had to take it as. Because like, they
1: totally defeat Pennywise in this. Like, it's not like he's coming back.
0: But the memory loss served no other narrative purpose other than that at all
1: and so that they could like remember things that they did with each other that's the only other thing also (laughs) it it made it convenient for them to like come there and be like oh what, what why did we promise why did we promise that we were coming back i don't know let's have a oh oh it was that i can't believe you made us come like what
0: well and then throughout the movie you feel like halfway through the movie they pretty much remembered everything again
1: yes you do
0: but then but apparently they don't remember how they defeated pennywise like that's that's the thing that i was like all right Um, They made it so murky, kind of like with Pennywise's powers. They make it so murky, there's no real rules on it, so they can kind of do everything, and that's when it gets real messy.
1: They can do everything, but, like, it's... Let me tell you.
0: It's just Pennywise magic. Anyone
1: could have uh, killed Pennywise in the end there if we could have just started telling him he was just a clown.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, it's really sad. Um, I had something else I was going to say, but I'm just getting depressed.
1: I know. It's just like... I wanted it to be so much better because I love the first one and I love re-watching it. Yeah. I don't really necessarily... I mean, I'll probably watch this again when it comes out, if I'm being honest. But I'm not, I don't really care to own it. I'm not gonna... This isn't gonna be like one of those things I'm like, hey guys, y'all wanna watch It Chapter 2? Like, let's have a fun time. Like, no. You will just be really hoping that it's ending soon.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole... Pretty much most of the movie... Like, I thought it was cool. Like, the best part of the movie was when they were showing where they ended up as adults. Okay, I that just remembered my part. thing I was going to say. Okay.
1: Okay, so the irony of it all was that James, Mac- James McAvoy's character, who plays adult Bill, he is an author, and everybody tells him that the ending is terrible. Okay? Fine the ending of this movie, and I don't mean like, I'm so glad it ended. No, I mean, the literal ending of the movie was the best part, which is ironic because the main character basically can't write a good ending. And I'm like, well, apparently we can't write a good movie in this, but we can end it. Okay. And I was just like, I don't even know what they wanted you to care more about these characters as adults, but you know nothing about them as adults. Really?
0: Stephen King always inserts kind of a writer character. Like he always inserts himself somehow in his stuff. And that's kind of how he did it is by having this writer be, be in it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is Stephen King that good?
1: He is it. well, okay.
0: Like name, okay. Name if you good Stephen King movies.
1: Shawshank Redemption.
0: Okay, fair.
1: Green Mile. Okay. Um, those are
0: pretty old. What's though.
1: that other one? Oh, they're all gonna be old.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, well, give me some that are more recent that are good because I feel like there's one coming out every month.
1: What are other ones that have come out? There's recently? like a Stephen
0: King TV show or Stephen King movie come out like every month.
1: I Hate Gerald's Game. I thought that was interesting. It was fine, but it was... So, actually, my favorite things are Stephen King's short stories. He does so much better when he's having to condense. Sometimes, like, the book It is so long, and there are parts of it, like, I couldn't get through it because you want it to be somewhat a little bit more fast-paced, and you're just like, okay, I guess we're going to learn about this for about 500 pages right now, and it's not going to, you know... It just kind of feels he drags on a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm nervous about The Shining, uh, uh, Doctor Sleep, I mean, because I've heard that it's supposed to be a sequel to Kubrick's movie and his novel, which I don't know quite how that's possible since they have different endings and everything.
1: Well, it's going to be a sequel in the same way that... It's it's supposed to be that specific kid grown up. It will be the replicas of that specific hotel. Like the other Shining that came out. It's not like the hotel looks exactly the same on the inside or the kid, you know?
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is like if it ended differently, that's a pretty big...
1: What do you mean if it ended differently?
0: Like the endings of the Shining movie and the Shining book being different have a huge bearing on the future.
1: I don't really think they do. Uh, because Danny still is alive.
0: Yeah, but the dad, like...
1: It doesn't matter if the dad's dead. No, they if burn the, dad- the
0: hotel down at the end of the in the book. The hotel gets burned down. That's what I'm saying. Like, the hotel gets destroyed in the book.
1: Hmm. Well, we don't know if it's somehow still been burned or not. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> I've heard this beef a lot, too, which... You know, again, I tend to not get on the social justice stuff, but, like, there were some very weird things about It Chapter 2 that I thought very out of date.
1: Yeah, like, how much they were talking about, like...
0: Hey, Stephen King hates fat people, like, number one. Apparently, because... <laughs> like, my gosh.
1: Like, the way that they... Oh, another thing I didn't notice... The fat jokes, today, like, constant. I know. The woman that played Eddie's mom, yeah. first movie played his wife in this one.
0: Yeah, I heard that. Okay. It's well, pretty I thought it was pretty good. I thought that was that's, kinda cool. That's pretty clever.
1: Yeah. Um, but yes, the constant like fat jokes in this or like not even
0: jokes. Yeah, or the or just like the weird what? the weird like there's there's this weird storyline with Bill Hader's character that you find out that part of the reason he's tortured is because he's been secretly like in the closet. For his whole life, basically. And um the way they didn't fully flesh that story out to actually like. Mean no, anything. like none
1: of his friends ever find out that you know
0: of. But at the same time, they kind of focus on it in a way that just doesn't that seems kind of like out of date with kind of now. Like I like if he told his friends that he was gay, I don't think it would have been like this big deal that they kind of made it seem I it just it just felt weird and off putting. Um, and same with the brutal, like, homophobic attack thing. Like, it was very, like, so brutal and so visceral, like, the whole situation that I just didn't understand, kind of, like, why it was in there like that. Um, then there was the, um, like, whole. Uh, there's just like weird stuff like that. The, there's always, of course, like some Indian magic too. Like that was the other thing. I keep hearing this from people like about how Stephen King treats like Native Americans. And it is kind of like, if you think about like The Shining being on like an Indian burial ground and stuff, it's like they're the kind of the magical voodoo people. And it's a little, it's a little much. It's a little like a little too old for me mm-hmm. at this point. And I'm just like wondering, like this movie shows kind of a very like out of touch nature of some of his writing. Because it just did not... Like, I feel like this movie... This movie might have actually been... Not by me, but would have been actually considered good if it came out, like, 2005. Because none of this stuff would be as kind of... I don't know. It wouldn't be as, like... I, I just don't understand why a lot of this stuff was focused on and then not fleshed out at all. It just seemed very odd. Yeah,
1: but then some stuff you felt like you were like, okay, why are we dragging on forever? Yeah,
0: so I, w- what I'm basically saying is like, you know, the secret to beating Pennywise was like a Indian rain dance or something. and It, t-
1: it didn't work, by the way. It didn't work. It didn't matter. But,
0: but it was still like so the whole movie was like built around them doing the ceremony, basically. Yeah. And... It ended up being nothing, but it's kind of like, okay, so we have to do this like Indian chant and it felt like very like, come on, like really? Like this is like, I don't know, like Smallville does this too, but Smallville came out in 2001, so it's a little more excusable in some ways, but like just the idea of like, Native Americans being these, like, magical, you know, beings that we look to for all answers and, like, do tribal rituals in order to, like, summon monsters and stuff is just... That whole thing is a little old to me, and I think it needs to just not be in movies anymore, personally. Um, Okay,
1: well, I think we should wrap up probably this hate sesh.
0: (laughs) It's too negative. It's so negative. Um, It's also because it's later at night, and by late, I mean almost 10 o'clock um and i really like i've been angry at this movie since we saw it i mean honestly i've been like kind of very annoyed by this movie because i feel like i wasted some of my life but also i like the first one to where i was looking forward to it and i feel like it slapped me in the face i mean there were some scenes in this movie that felt like errors to me um and i had forgotten about it i've listened to a lot of podcasts about this so um Like about this, this movie, just because I'm, I was, I was so baffled by so many choices in it, but one of the scenes, you know, when adult, the, um, the guy that's obsessed with his health stuff, what's his name? Eddie. Yep. Adult Eddie goes into that basement at the pharmacy Mm -hmm. and he sees like his mom on a gurn. You mean like as a kid? Yeah. No, adult Eddie goes down there and he like sees that zombie thing and he like is choking it. Mm Mm-hmm. And he like almost chokes it out, and it spits that that like black stuff all over Yeah, him. but then it plays that weird '80s song when it does it. Remember?
1: I don't really remember it. Like
0: it, it like when it, it she's the black sludge in his face. There's like this like like cheesy '80s song that plays when the sludge hits his face, and it just doesn't make sense. Like why they did that. And so somebody said it, it's like it's like somebody. Put that in there just for fun, and then accidentally left it in the movie because it just there's weird stuff like that. Like they don't fully commit to all the funny things. Like yeah, like they try part to make of it funny. you makes
1: you feel like this is like really serious movie mm-hmm. horror, and then half of you feels like you should be laughing at things, and it's hard to tell what your reaction is supposed to be.
0: Yeah, there's stuff like that all over this movie. It's very weird. Bill Hader though is like again. He's a gem, national treasure. I love Bill Hader. Um I'm a fish I've always been a Bill Hader fan, but I've I've officially crossed into like Bill Hader is like up there with Keanu Reeves where I will like go out of my way to see a movie he's in.
1: Well, you just know it's going to like
0: In fact, I need to catch up on Barry. I really want to catch up on Barry.
1: Well, he's just so like he can be such a random character and stuff. He doesn't even have to be like the main character for you to like want him to be on screen.
0: Yeah I know he's just the way he talks just his dry I mean he was like saying all the things that I would want like I like any normal person would think in that situation like there was this creepy monster running around and he just disappears and then he appears on the ceiling and he's like oh there he is like yeah
1: there he is yeah
0: or like remember that time where Pennywise did the dance and And he like does the dance a little
1: bit and it's just like man this is really weird to see you joking
0: yeah because and it was weird because it like takes you out of the movie for a second because you're like Pennywise is this horrifying thing that we've we're supposed to like we've been told throughout these two movies that we're supposed to be super horrified by and then Bill Hader walks in and he's like oh the dance thing you know and we all make fun of the Pennywise dance and the Pennywise things he does you know I've made a billion jokes about like hiya Georgie you know that kind of stuff but Bill Hader doing it in the movie was weird and didn't really fit the tone but it was enjoyable nonetheless um because it would remind me like oh gosh thank you thank you bill Hader for like like helping me for a second like getting like he was truly comic relief yeah to my suffering um i i'm gonna say this too that i'm looking forward to the between two ferns movie like our next episode i don't have high standards for it but it seems like it will at least be fun and entertaining and enjoyable and that's the kind of thing i need right now so that's kind of why we're doing it and between two friends is funny um i think a movie might kill it
1: i know i'm a little worried about it but i'm gonna watch it
0: yeah i'm gonna watch it um and then the joker movie i also have pretty low expectations for um not because of any reviews i've seen or anything but just because Anne and i've rec- done
1: quite a few of cute few, few jokery things in the past 10 years and uh
0: I think that Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker will be amazing. I think
1: that... No, he'll definitely not. The
0: Joker without Batman, that's my problem. Because, okay, so we, we got the... That's another thing we watched. We uh, bought the Dark Knight trilogy on Blu-ray. And we, for some reason, never owned it, but we had always talked about owning it. So we finally bought... It was like 15 bucks on Amazon. I don't know if the deal's still happening, but if uh, if you want the Dark Knight trilogy, we got it for 15 bucks Blu-ray on Amazon. So very worth it. And so we've watched all three of the, the the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, and let me just tell you, the Dark Knight is just—it's a perfect film. It's excellent, superb. I mean, it is one of the greatest films ever made, and that and Heath Ledger's the Joker like helps make that movie just as much as the relationship with Batman helps make that movie. But if you just saw Heath Ledger that whole movie, it just wouldn't it would be just kind of a nihilistic sort of movie about nothing. And that's what I'm concerned about the Joker. I'm like, what possible message could this movie have? Because
1: it's actually more of an origin story. It's not just him being the Joker. and No, I know, but
0: what I'm saying is like, what, what is going to be his opposite in the film? Like, what is the mission of the film? Like, what is the thing? Like, what's the foil he will have and that's what i'm concerned about like will it just be a movie of just joker porn like with no real point that's what i'm that's what i feel like it's going to end up being and i'm not really into that personally um well i don't like depressing things for depressing sake and i feel like we we've, we've had a bunch of you know the golden age of tv has been great except that's been a thing to crop up over over this golden age of television is just Dark, just to be dark. And I feel like that's kind of what it's going to end up being. Um, Even though I'm excited to see Joaquin Phoenix be the Joker. And also it just looks like a pretty movie. Like I'm, I think it will be cool. I'm very interested in it, but I'm, I'm just not, I don't feel like I'm going to like it.
1: Yeah. Well, we don't need to talk about it yet because we'll have plenty of time to talk about I'm it. I'm just
0: recording my, my pre thoughts. So now I can think back to what I said and I'll be like, Oh, I was spot on.
1: Or, oh, I was 100% wrong like normal.
0: Oh, uh, also, what do you, (laughs) no, I'm always right about movies. I I usually call it pretty, pretty good. Um, What are your thoughts about the Star Wars trailer?
1: Mm, We'll see. See, I I like these movies, but I don't really care about trailers. Like, I do not care about trailers at all.
0: I wasn't asking you how what you thought about trailers. I was asking you. Asked you what me what you the thought. Star Wars trailer. I, I don't th- care. I don't care. No, I don't care about your thoughts about the art of trailers. I want. I'm not hear... talking about
1: the art of trailers. I'm just <laughs> like, we'll see what happens. I don't know. We'll see what no. really happens.
0: Okay. What were your feelings when you saw, uh, Dar- like evil Ray?
1: Like okay, let's. I don't know. I don't, you were
0: like, oh, crap, Will's been right this whole time.
1: No, I know that's what you want me to say. But really, it's just kind of like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> we'll see if that's really what happens or if she's playing some side. We'll see.
0: I've called Dark Ray for, since Force Awakens.
1: Since uh, the first movie came out. <laughs> yeah, before it was cool. In the 70s. And <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: No, I, I, yeah, I'm not really a fan of these new Star Wars movies other than Rogue One.
1: Which is actually my least favorite one. I know it's really weird, and everyone disagrees with me, and it's fine. Um, I just didn't care. I don't care how they got this stuff.
0: I I like I like them enough to still see them, and I certainly don't think they're nearly as bad as like the prequels. But I just I've my my interest in the new Star Wars movies has like significantly waned. That said, I'm so excited for the Mandalorian. TV show on Disney Plus. I cannot wait for that show. It's got Werner Herzog. Like I'm I'm in for that one. That that's actually I'm looking way more forward to that than any new Star Wars movie that's coming out. And The Mandalorian comes out in November. So that'll be pretty exciting. Um anything else? Anything else you've watched or looking forward to?
1: I think we should probably we've said so many names <laughs> of things. I think we probably need to like give well, people this a is, break.
0: Okay, this is what happens when we like skip episodes like this is what happens when we like wait too long we have to catch up on stuff
1: that's what Uh, happens when you watch a lot of movies in a row too
0: well yeah I guess I feel like I have watched a lot of movies this month and all of the movies that came out this summer that I didn't see in theaters for a reason and now I know why because yeah yeah, I need something good to watch what should we watch next like between now and between two ferns
1: I don't know I'll have to look on Netflix and see but I don't, I don't have much hope.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's really not much.
1: Also, if you can't tell, Will and I have very different tastes and things. So I don't know what you're going to watch, but I'll probably watch in Carnival oh, Row. Oh,
0: my gosh. I'm so excited for the Breaking Bad movie. That's another thing, too.
1: Okay. The end. We need to stop right there. <laughs> okay. So we need to stop. Excited. Why? Why? I'm so excited for next year when that thing's coming out and that thing, you know. Okay. Like the Breaking bad, just... bad
0: movie comes out in like two I weeks. I know, so. but
1: like, we're starting to get out of these like so far, like, with some of these.
0: Okay, well, the podcast police showed up.
1: Podcast police did show up, and it is bed this is like for everyone. This is like
0: peak negativity. I'm actually bummed out after recording I this. I
1: know. That's why I'm like, we need to let people have a break.
0: I'm trying to get people pumped up about the Breaking Bad movie, something I'm actually really excited about. So, Guys, he's super excited I'm trying about to get it. positive Super here.
1: excited about it. Oh,
0: my gosh. You're so mean. It's <laughs> not right. It's not nice. Uh, we still haven't decided our movie for Yumi and Scarol. Our ho- Our horror Halloween spectacular. It will be spectacular. Yep. And more effort will be put into that than this episode. For <laughs> sure. Yeah. So anyways, again, apologies for not posting. Recently, uh, we are going to put more energy into this podcast. This month has been weird, but also the movies have sucked. So <laughs> there can't really help you there um until next time we will see you next time
1: bye